Let's get you some bullpen updates and prep for week 25 next on Fantasy Baseball's Day in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, September 10th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's start with some of those bullpen updates. We haven't done this in a while here on FBT in 5. We'll start with the Nationals. Kyle Finnegan got his eighth save of the season on Wednesday. For the Cardinals, Giovanni Gallegos got his fifth and sixth saves over the past two days. And then for the Marlins, Dylan Floro picked up his ninth save of the season on Thursday. Scott, how would you rank that group if you need saves? Kyle Finnegan, Giovanni Gallegos, and Dylan Floro. I think Gallegos is the clear number one at this point. He's gotten each of the past four saves for the Cardinals. And Alex Reyes has allowed an earned run in each of his last two appearances still. So I don't know that he's any closer to winning that that job back. Cardinals are a pretty good team, so Gallegos should continue to get chances. He's number one. Number two would be Kyle Finnegan over uh, Dylan Floro, right, was the third one you were asking me about. Yep. And, you know, I, I just I think the chances will be more regular for him than, than for Floro. So uh, neither of them is really a closer caliber pitcher like Gallegos is, but uh, I prefer Finnegan slightly to Floro. All right, well, how about if you play in a deeper league? Carlos Estevez, he entered with a one-run lead on Wednesday. He gave up four runs. He takes a loss. And then on Thursday, he gives up another run, but he does get his sixth save of the season. He's 18% rostered, currently the closer for the Rockies. And then in Oakland, we kind of have a tandem going on between Sergio Romo and Andrew Chafin. Chafin picked up his third save of the season on Thursday. Uh, How would you rank that group in deeper leagues, Scott? Estevez and the two Oakland relievers. So I'd have to put Estevez ahead. And really, Estevez might be close to Dylan Floro with the previous group. But I but I would take Floro over Estevez. Yeah, the A's situation, it's just it's still too murky right now. And uh I know I know there's not a lot of time left for it to become unmurky, but you know, they it wouldn't surprise me if they brought a third guy into this mix, you know. So I just don't think you can really count on anyone there right now. All right, let's get people ready for week 25. Who are some two-star pitchers that you're looking at for next week? So pretty good if, if you're if we're just talking about those rosters in 80% of leagues or less. Jake Odorizzi, four good starts in a row. Dusty Baker's been careful about not letting him pitch a third time through the order, and has been, we've been seeing good results from Odorizzi because of that. At Texas versus Arizona, those are his matchups. So excellent matchups. He's pretty close to a must-start, I think. With that, Rich Hill, he's seen a turnaround here recently, a lot more swings and misses, pitching deeper into games generally versus St. Louis. It's a pretty good matchup versus Phillies. Not as much, but Rich Hill looks pretty good overall. John Gray, uh, second start. This will be a second and third start back from the IL, the first start back. He, he looked healthy. He's getting... Whiffs on the slider again at Atlanta at Washington. Those matchups could be better, but there's two starts and he's a pretty good pitcher. Luis Hill. This is a, this is a tricky one because his last start was horrible. Seven walks issued. Uh, but his first two starts in the major were of course very good. And, and more than anything, it's just the matchups at Baltimore versus Cleveland. Uh, it's risky, but if you need a sleeper pitcher, you need some volume there. I think Luis Hill, th- those matchups are really favorable and then Logan Gilbert might be time to take a chance on him again versus Boston. That's not so good at Kansas City. That obviously is. I do want to mention some exciting one-star pitchers for the upcoming scoring period. 
Uh, Ranger Suarez is just like a permanent spot at the top of this list. I don't know how a guy with a 138 ERA on the year, and it's not much higher than that since he joined the rotation, by the way. I don't know why he's still flying under the radar, but he gets the Cubs. Uh, Nestor Cortez at Baltimore. Joe Ryan against Cleveland after he just took a perfect game into the seventh inning against Cleveland last time. This will be only his third career start, but I think the matchup is favorable and uh, Joe Ryan looks like a good sleeper. All right, Scott, how about on the hitter side of things? Who are some players you're looking at who are rostered in less than 80% of CBS leagues? So this isn't as interesting. It's, it's a pretty yucky group, but Alejandro Kirk Catcher for the Blue Jays, they have good matchup. He had a two-homer game recently, makes a lot of contact. I could see him having a big week. Uh, a few lefty mashers here uh, are, are worth looking into. Bobby Dahlbeck for the Red Sox, who's been hot recently. And uh, they're scheduled to face five left-handers in their six games. Austin Hayes for the Orioles, also been hot recently, and they're scheduled to face four in their six games. Abraham Toro is heating up again, and the Mariners are facing three lefties in their six games. So I would look into all three of those. Jamer Candelario has been hot and the Tigers have good matchups. I might look into him. Uh, Josh Harrison of the athletics. They have favorable matchups as well. Not an exciting group, like I said, but if you, if you need to stream a hitter off the waiver wire, there are some choices there. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye!